Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I assess the pumps, bumps, and clumps of the holiday season. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Hello. Hey. What's happening? Oh, nothing. What's up? Nothing. I I like threw my back out. You're wearing a CrossFit Ooh. t-shirt and I what? am paralyzed. Oh my goodness. Wait, so you were working out and this happened? I was working on my fitness. Uh-huh. And you know, and I honestly I didn't throw it out entirely, but I just like pinched a muscle and now I'm really cranky and irritable. But you know how Ooh. like when you, in the moment when you pull something, you know it's going to be a problem. Like it doesn't feel like much in the moment that it happens, but you can tell that like that wasn't right, and it's about to be some bullshit. Like in twenty four hours, mm-hmm. like something is awry. Yeah. So here I am, twenty four hours later, and I'm like creaking and popping and trying to get out of Ooh. bed. Like everything hurts. I can only turn oh, right. No. It's terrible. We're getting we're getting to that point in our lives where we have to be careful. We Every really bend do. and snap could be the end every time i step out of the tub i'm like man these surfaces are too slick don't put any baby oil on those legs on (laughs) and and set foot on a bathroom tile am i gonna have ashy ankles and kneecaps or am i gonna not shatter my pelvis or is there a slip and fall possibility i mean you have to make the choice you have to make choices yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough in these, you know, middle-aged streets. That's right. It's not a joke. It's real. It's not funny. I mean, it's funny when you see someone slip and fall, but when you're the subject of a slip and fall... It's a whole other story. It's not funny. It's you not know. right. It is not okay. <laughs> you know, I, it, that's funny that you mentioned kind of just like aging and like being, you know, getting up in, in our years. I was just thinking about the other day, the bad boy, the bad boy tour. The bad boy. Why tour. were you thinking about the bad boy? Tour? I don't know. Well, it, it was kind of a long string of associations, but uh, I kind of stopped at the bad boy tour. And the bad boy tour to me kind of feels like what, like our parents, like if our parents like went to a Commodores concert and like really went know, out and right? this, yeah. right? Seriously, like that's what like the 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 bad boy reunion concert kind of feels like to me. That's our that's like our Commodores, right? Yeah, the, you know, the, and, the, and they would probably they would probably pull something trying to do the Hucklebuck to one of their like old hits. You know I what mean, I mean? Have you seen any of those memes of Little Kim trying to get in that one dance sequence? Well, she knows. That's what I'm saying. We probably would have like come out with a neck brace if we tried to Harlem Shake right 100%, 100%. now. 100%. Yeah. But I would go to that tour. I would. I'd be like, I, that's really kind of our yesteryear kind of tour. Yeah. That's, that's what we're looking at. That's what we're looking at right the now. The late 90s, turn of the century hip hop mm-hmm. when it yep. was all shiny suits and, and fish-eyed lenses. Mm-hmm. Hype Williams ruled the earth. I loved it. Yep. Yeah. Mace was there, just a jiggling. Just a jig, just In a jangling. Yep. And a fur coat. Yeah. Before he found Jesus or whatever it is he went to do. That's right. And then he rebuked him, didn't he? Yeah. And then he came back onto the scene. Because I sure. think he was a part of the tour. Yeah, he was. He put on that fur coat. I think he's just jamming for Jesus, though. I don't think he necessarily went back on his, his word, his faith. Sure. Yeah. He's just preaching in a new way. He still keeps a Christian mm-hmm. to the beat. Right. Harlem Shake. To the ones and twos. Yeah, I'm not mad. I listened to uh, "Feel So Good" on the way to work the other day, and it like it still gets me there. Yeah, those horns. It listen- okay. I mean, any Faith kinda, Evans track. Any Faith Evans. 
I'm not mad at a 112 joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I didn't realize that Faith was from Newark, New Jersey until a couple months ago. She's like my hometown hero. Would you see her at the mall or something? I didn't see her at the mall. I wish, <laughs> oh my, but I bet you I would bump into her at like the Short Hills Mall or something. Her and Wendy Williams at Legal Seafood. Exactly. Just they chopping be, it up. Yep. Yep. No doubt. That's something else I discovered that Wendy Williams actually lives in Livingston, New Jersey, which is just a hop, skip, and a jump up the street from my childhood home. Would you just so, get your New Jersey Gazette? You're like weekly reader. Much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spotted. Just kind of flipping through the pages. Spotted at the Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you'll find me. Yeah, they're they're dude, they're they're really pushing some uh, Christmas treats this year. They have some. They have a couple new diff, new new flavors out. Have you tried any of them? No, I have not. Okay, it's well, just because the Dunkin' Donuts in Los Angeles are few and far between. They're getting better. They started popping up. There's one in Hollywood and one in Santa Monica, and there's sprinkling about now but we went through a long period where we didn't have any they're really taking their time with the westward expansion yeah really making you like kind of beg for it well you know like 10 years ago they used to have they used to be everywhere and then for whatever reason they all dried up and they were gone Hmm. because you know when you and i lived here there were no dunkin donuts in los angeles you needed to go out to like like i don't know the inland empire like San Bernardino to find a Dunkin' Donuts. Right. We had to go to Rancho Cucamonga to get a coffee. <laughs> right. Not worth the gas. <laughs> Not at all. But now they're creeping back Not in. Right. So I haven't gotten used to like making Dunkin' Donuts part of my regular rotation. I'm still like a coffee bean Starbucks person. Okay. Okay. But once once they continue the expansion, you're going to be on board. Yeah. But uh, I was just looking at Vice News, and apparently there's going to be like a huge coffee shortage in the next like year or two or something. There's the the coffee beans are not. There's like a there's some sort of like a virus going going around the coffee plants, and it's killing them all off. Okay, so there's not going to be cold brew for the hipsters. Uh, there's going to be no cold brew for anybody. The uh, arabica beans are just wilting away. I so, don't need this kind of panic from Vice News. This is why I don't fuck with I know. Vice News. Well, I <laughs> somewhere I can't do do anything about CNN. CNN is basically okay. I can deal with I can I can I can fuck with Van Jones, but everybody else, no, sure. keeping all those talking heads from the election on there, trying to figure out where we all went wrong, right? And all they do is talk about Trump's tweets all day. Mm-hmm. So I've switched over to the Vice News. I feel like I'm getting somewhat semblance of like what information is floating on, you know, in the world. Other than Trump tweets. And I'm fine with that. Even if it's about the, you know, wilting coffee bean market. Right. I'll take that. I still have just been know. sticking to it as opposed to like MSNBC and CNN and all those idiots. I just listen to my my NPR politics podcast. It keeps me up to date. I feel like it's pretty impartial. Give me the rundown. Yeah, I love that podcast. Yeah. It's a nice little digest. And whatever Michael Moore is firing off on his Facebook page. Yeah, I'll listen to that too. Even mm-hmm. though, even though Michael Moore makes it hard because he's growing his hair out, he was just on Seth, mm-hmm. Seth Meyers, I think. This past I know week. he's really got a very flowy situation. I was just, I was just commenting on that the other day. Michael Moore has not seen a barber in a couple of a months. Is it because he's been working on like aggregating these statistics? I mean, he's just been, you know, stomping up through the Rust Belt, trying to, you know, reverse all the the chaos that's happened after the election i guess he hasn't had time to go into a supercuts yeah it's just it's hard for me to focus on his message when like i look at him and wonder if he is maybe transitioning (laughs) okay i I was thinking maybe there's something we don't know who knows anyway go good for you you know 
just keep it with a VO5 hot, hot oil. I'm saying. Keep it, give it a bounce. Mind I'm fine with it. split ends. Just keep, just, just keep telling us what's, what's, what's what. Thank yeah. you. You know who else is spitting some real truth in their octogenarian years is Dan Rather. Dan Rather doesn't play. Dan Rather doesn't give a fuck. He is really not here for the Trump train. No, it's well because. He's telling everybody to get off of his journalistic uh, lawn. Yeah. He's had it. Up Not, to here. I like it. Does the Dan Rather have yeah. a podcast? I don't know. That's a good question. We should kind of research that. But he definitely has a Facebook page and he lets his opinions be known for yeah. sure. Yeah. He spits some truth bombs. He's a good one. I need to turn on my Dan Rather alerts. Mm-hmm. Get him on. He's like the uh, the Clint Eastwood of uh, journalism. Right? Is mm-hmm. that a fair assessment? Well, Clint Eastwood, like the movie star, or Clint Eastwood, the angry... You know, uh, invisible chair talking, yeah, uh, conservative, gun wielding Republican. Sure, just Which one. He's the opposite end of the spectrum, though. It's just mm-hmm. like cranky old man doesn't give a damn. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's at that point. He's like, I don't, I don't got many years left, so I'm gonna now call it like it is. You know, I think I'm at that point too. But you're only 35. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> My back is broken this morning. That's true. I'm fresh out of fucks. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody on my lawn either. Yeah, get them off. Epic. Get them off. Well, did you uh, happen to catch uh, any uh, Madonna activity this week? She's been on a, a huge promo. I think it was probably for her um, Rebel Heart tour that aired on Showtime this weekend. Did you catch any of that? Speaking of old people, is that what was going on, Rebel? I was wondering why she was so That's much why in the news she was this all week. Up in this, all up in this piece. Yeah. And it Showtime was for, bought that tour? Showtime did buy that tour. They copped it. I guess HBO did a hard pass yeah. and the no. Right. And it went over to Showtime. So, yeah, I, I caught it. I caught it. Did you watch this it? This is actually the first This is the first tour that I haven't gone to uh, in quite some time. I've been to everyone since, like, the reinvention tour. So, you know, yeah, I was going to have to check it out. Down a few times. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. I've done that. I've seen her. You do saw it. her where? At the Forum? You've seen her? What venues have you seen? I've her? seen her at Madison Square Garden, at the Forum. I've seen her in Orange County. I've seen her in Atlantic City. I've seen her in a lot of different places. Wow. I, I went to Coachella to go and see her even. Super famous. Back in the conventional dance floor days. So I've been around, and I've okay. seen a lot of her, her performances. So how did Rebel Heart strike you? Well, I can't say that I watch any of the performance because she relies so heavily on quick cuts, uh, like, you know, smoke fades, uh, you know, post retouching. I don't think I saw and it was there were so many. There were more cuts in the Outback Steakhouse on this show. Okay, (laughs) I didn't. It was like a kaleidoscope probe light of imagery and none of it had to do with Madonna's face. It was Dr. Strange and it was it was basically Doctor Strange kaleidoscope vision, and it was crazy. You you, wow. you didn't get any of the performances, at least for the first like twenty minutes. It was really super distracting, and I mean seriously, like we all know what the what what is Madonna. Let us just see you perform. I don't really care. We know how old you are. Yeah, stop trying to give us a just stop trying to give us like the 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 smoke screen, smoke and mirrors, and all tricks with that one, and the vocals. Yeah, like is enough so I, that's that's her thing she wants to kind of like project this sort of madonna avatar and not really exactly. kind of present herself as the woman that she is and i don't know it's kind of strange to me because i don't know if you saw any of her 
speech for the a billboard women in music she just got an award like women of the, the year award but that yeah. kind of seems to go against all that <laughs> you know it does it does because the speech was actually good and she made some good points about how like on, like her contemporaries are prince are michael jackson are david bowie she's a legend in that like canon the pantheon of pop, of pop stars mm-hmm. but she's trying so hard which undermines like everything that's legendary about her right you know we know how old she is we know what she's done we, we know her story it's like stop trying to make us still believe that you you can turn a car like you don't need to do backflips on the stage you can bitch your madonna yeah. just be madonna well, bitch you bitch your madonna yeah i mean absolutely right but i will be honest though the choreography was not where it used to be I, there was one moment where she was kind of phoning in the electric slide she was like okay <laughs> you know, five, six, seven, eight, you know, yeah, yeah. which is fine. I'm, I'm totally all right with that. Just give me the hits. Give me some looks. I mean, you can't say, you can't really say anything about the productions. Those productions are theatrical. They're big money. They're spectacular. Uh, and they're just well thought out productions and no one can hold a candle to her in that regard. Yeah. But these la- like her, I think it was the last tour before this was hard candy. Was it hard candy or no? Something else. Um, oh, it was MDNA tour, right? It was right. MDNA tour. And the the special had the same, you know, cuts, like, like, you know, rapid fire cuts. You really couldn't focus on anything. You couldn't focus on her at all. And it really takes away from, you know, from the performance and the show. So I just right. wish, like, let me, let, get, let me see the wrinkles, okay? Yeah, Not that you can see it. any wrinkles. Though. No. You can't see any wrinkles. Because she loves a filler. She, it is plumped, snatched, and resurfaced. Mm-hmm. It's, there's not a line on that face at all. And that was definitely apparent on that, the, the carpool karaoke for show. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I don't want to call Madonna desperate, but all of these tricks and stunts stink of well, desperation. So, I mean, she's talking, I mean, the, all the stuff that was done in post, I mean, that's a post-truth face right there. If I've seen it. I mean, there's there's nothing real about that, but she keeps roll, she keeps rocking with it. And also, so you watch the whole carpool karaoke, right? The whole thing. Okay, did you see the the twerk section? Yes, she's also been she's, doing a lot of twerking this, this. She's been doing a lot of twerking because so she was twerking yeah. on stage with Ariana Grande earlier this week too at that auction. So we do have to discuss the back portion. Please let's see aside this whole thing because I, I, mean, I first saw that clip with, at the auction with Ariana Grande when she was throwing it back and, and dipping and popping it, and I was like, "Wait!" I like had to do a double take and I paused it and was like, "That doesn't look like the same like Rebel Heart booty." You saw that the was tour not the Rebel Heart. There between is a lot more cuts. Chloe. It's it's very buoyant, like it's yeah. full, but it's so full to like. I'm sorry, you get to a certain. Age, there's not a lot of elasticity back there in those cakes. No, and there it it looked it looked very dangerous. It looked very dangerous. <laughs> I mean, it looked like two, you know, those old school Jiffy Pop popcorn things yeah. that you put on the stove top yeah, and they just pop up and then they yeah. bust open with popcorn. <laughs> That's what it, it looks like. She had two Jiffy Pops on her backside, <laughs> and I thought kettle corn was going to come flying oh, out at no. any. At any sudden twerk. And it would be all unpopped kernels. A shard, <laughs> just shrapnel. <laughs> shrapnel. Oh, man. Yeah. Just got that IED booty. At 58 years old, 
who author, like who authorized that? Why did you think that was necessary at this stage in your life? I mean, because you can just cover up the backside, put a pad on. She was wearing that cape the whole tour, the Rebel Heart tour. She was wearing she a matador cape. Please don the the Toro cape. Yeah, and keep it covered up. Get a Liberace cape. And make that a part of your lifestyle. Like, she embraced those gloves. We haven't seen her hands since 2002. Mm-hmm. But she we... said, on guard, booty. <laughs> she did. Um, by the way, do you remember, I think it was over the summer, it was during this Rebel Heart tour where she had the cape mm-hmm. and she was performing at, like, some award show. Someone snatched yes, the cape like off and British she fell something. downstage. Because it was still tied on. That really was heartbreaking. That was It was bone-breaking, too, I'm sure. But I can still hear that thud when I close my eyes. She hit the floor <laughs> hard. It was, like, between the beats. <laughs> right. It sounded yeah. like extra syncopation. But do you know yeah. that our friend worked on the costuming for that tour? <gasps> Who? I, I don't want to say, but our, okay, yeah. our friend worked well, on he, the costuming for that tour and had he cape. didn't fashion the, 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 the tearaway part of the cape. He, no, in fact, he warned against it. He said that like, really? Yeah. He said, bit, don't do he said, don't do that. Like the cape, first of all, was super heavy and <gasps> had like a buckle, I think, instead of like a Velcro or something that easily came apart. He was like, there's no reason mm-hmm. a 58 year old woman should have a cape snatched off her back from the stop of a top of a staircase. It's just bad right. planning. You shouldn't do that. And he was and It was fired. like a 50-foot-long cape. It wasn't it like was a little, huge. you know, bolero cape or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I think he, <sighs> he was fired for making the comment. And no. then she fell down the stage. Well, just saying. can't say didn't tell you. That, you know what? It's good to tell people no sometimes. Yeah. Even if it costs you your job on tour of Madonna. True, but the satisfaction of an I told you so <laughs> mm-hmm. is so good. Well maybe she maybe she got that booty as like a you know an insurance policy for any more slip and falls because that thing <laughs> is like maybe. an airbag. <laughs> just go True. off. Airbag yeah. booty. Mm-hmm. It's like that, that, used that as movie. a flotation de- device. <laughs> I, could, I was having flashes of that movie, The Neighbors. Remember when they like installed the airbags into oh, Seth yeah, Rogen's like desk chairs and the pranks? Yeah. Yeah. So she's been here, there, and everywhere. She's been everywhere, and I'm not mad at Madonna sticking around. I actually like that she's still like doing music and everything else, but I just wish she didn't rely so heavily on all of these tricks because she doesn't need yeah. them, honestly. Well, this face, that whole face plumping phenomenon is not, is she's not the, like the only one in Hollywood that has, has gone for the fuller look. There's even actually uh, a really good article in New York magazine. I think it came out, it came out like eight years ago or something like 2008 and it's all about the new new face rather than the old new face. Like the old new face is basically a face that's been snatched by a right. facelift. Yeah. Whereas the new new face is all about like fillers and Botox and actually plumping up the face and volumizing the face and giving it like this like fuller dewy kind of like teenage glow. Yeah, and that's except, what it's not. It's like it's the cabbage patch face. It gets really alien like and crazy. Um, and they, of course, oh, they really spilled some tea because they were really calling a lot of people out on Front Street. They were like Naomi Campbell, uh, mm-hmm. Madonna, mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, Demi Moore. Although mm-hmm. they said that Demi Moore is really the gold standard of good sort of plumping plastic surgery. Like the the goal is to not look like you looked eight years ago, but kind of like a like a sort of a similar version, a kind of 
improved but familiar version and not a completely distorted you know, reinvented version. Yeah. I mean, Madonna's gotten full reinvention. And I think... Oh, yeah. It's I gotten think reinvented. We're, we're, first of all, I would say how how dare those people because Naomi Campbell looks fantastic. Naomi Campbell... She is looks really good. She looks very good. But I will say that there are some celebrities where you look, you think, hmm, they look good. But there is something... To, I mean, obviously, with a lot of celebrities, mm-hmm. they, they're, you know, they, they all get the work. Naomi does look fantastic, but in the cheekle area, mm-hmm. it does look very, you know, she's got very appley, appley cheeks. And I, I don't know. I, I haven't really gone back to the archives to look at her. I mean, she's fantastic. She slays. She's fabulous. Right. But there is something that looks refreshed and different. Not a bad, like it's not overboard, but you definitely can yeah. tell there's been some. T- you have to terms. be careful not to go overboard. I think what to me more though, is that she's always kind of had like a very, uh, like a blockhead. It's kind of like mm. verges on squarish. So when she started oh, adding, yeah. but do you know what I mean? Not like a big block head, <laughs> but it's kind of been like she had some sharp angles. And then when she shaved her head for GI Jane, it was like, oh, you, mm-hmm. you have right angles in your face. Um, right. But so when you add filler, it just sort of softens her out. Madonna, mm-hmm. I think, started with the round face. So when she started mm-hmm. adding volume to it, it just really went cabbage patch. Yeah, she just she just has too much money, and I think that she's going for too many re-ups in in, yeah. in too close a period. She, if she backed it down a little bit, I think that she'd be a okay. I think I, that she I just agree. needs to back away. I actually think if she not if she hadn't done anything, but if she had done like seventy percent less, she would have aged iconically. Because Madonna yeah, had kind of a really amazing face. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. But yeah, that, that New York Magazine is a really, uh, really, really good article. It's called The New New Face. You should check it out. I'm you can go to. on a sort of like a uh, tour of all the work that has been done and has been had and what the, the new kind of technologies are. But uh, there's even like a, a section because, you know, Madonna's doctor was that Dr. Brandt guy. I think it's Dr. Yeah, Brandt. Yeah, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to check out this magazine. I need to know which pitfalls to avoid when I go in for my re-ups. Actually, you know, I did a little bit further research and Pat Wexler actually has uh, some creams and potions that are available on Bath and Body Works website. Of all places, they're really expensive, but I don't know. Hmm. You want to start off with a gel or something. Yeah, I'm definitely going to gift your favorite friend with a, you know, an under eye cream. I'm a, I won't be I won't I won't take it out of my stocking is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I think definitely start with something topical before you start with something injectable. So speaking of Christmas, are you done with all your holiday Christmas shopping and everything? Uh, I'm sort of in the middle of it. I'm just still trying to figure out like what I'm going to do for people and <sighs> if anything, if I want to so- be bothered. I know. Why is it so hard? And and, and they, there's so many different gift guides, but it just never seems like it's the right stuff to gift still. Right. Right. And then it's like, you've got the clock is running. You got to get your, if you're doing your online orders, you need to make sure you do it early to get there like in time. And Right. FedEx there's always a step, come a step in the process. Are they going to make it for you? Yeah. The stress of this part of the year is just, it's really overwhelming. I do find a plenty of stuff for myself, though. That's the exactly problem. that is the That's problem. That's the real problem. Yeah, I need to treat myself. And then the next thing you know, your American Express is furious with you. It's on fire and melted, busted down. Credit scores zero. <laughs> this is why I'm like strictly Kwanzaa. I'm just gonna hand make them. Strictly Kwanzaa. Everybody gets a potato. Year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. 
Yeah. Have you been watching any of these holiday specials? Um, I can't say that I've seen any of the holiday specials yet. Of course, I've heard Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You maybe about 20 times so far. Yeah, 150 times. I've decided that I actually don't need to see her perform that anymore. Like, no. Because new Mariah is just cannot deliver that song in the way that I need it. Yeah, and you, need, know, you just need to watch the YouTube. I just need to watch the YouTube. YouTube. I just need to watch the music video and not the holiday one where she's dressed up like Lady Santa Claus. I like the black and white version with mm-hmm. her in the go-go boots. with her Right, three giving big black you 60s Phil Spector realness. That's the one I want with the bump it. Absolutely. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm perfect with that. because And yeah. also, her, that original, and I know we talked about this last year and I'll talk about it every year, that her holiday album is fantastic. It is non-pareil. That's the Christmas album. You know, that's that's that is the blueprint right there. It is the blueprint, and I don't want to hear anybody yeah. like shading it anymore because people yeah. act like they're too good for this. They're too good for holiday music, and that they want to say that her album is trash, and it's just not. It just isn't. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. How we we oh yeah absolutely not. It it is it is it is it is it. It is lit. It is lit. That said, I don't need to see any of these holiday performances. I, we, yeah. her, um, her e docu series started last week, and that That's diva right. special. I mean, we talked up a lot. We had to take last week off, first of all, because I didn't want to, like, I couldn't talk about Kanye's mental illness anymore. Nope, mm-hmm. really didn't want to talk about Leah Remini and Scientology, and no. I didn't really want to talk about this like Mariah disappointment because the that show is crazy. It was nice to take a little. Take a little breather. But I did watch that docuseries. And I just will say that the whole Brian Tanaka relationship thing is just so desperate and not, and not, and is so manufactured. Yeah, absolutely. Right down to her manager, that lady, is she really a manager or a personal assistant? I've never seen a manager behave the way she is. It seems like she's also getting her, her dry cleaning and exactly. You yeah. Know, she's like a life coach stuff for her personal mm-hmm. cheerleader. She says, I love you a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. You never see uh Madonna's manager. He's taking care of business guy. Osari. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's not like, you know, getting her, you know, her, her yum bowls or whatever, like, you know, for lunch. Mm-mm. I don't know. It just seems not it refilling just her seems champagne too... flutes. No. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of side eyefication on that series. Yeah. Happening. Also, it's just very poorly produced, which I should have expected from just an E series. It just looks trashy. I will say at least like the Bravo shows, those real housewife shows are as mm-hmm. trashy as they are. They have production value. Yeah. Everything looks like gun and run on E. Like, yeah, everybody got an iPhone or a GoPro and was like, shoot your own footage and we'll you know, like, let's make this happen. Chop and so screw maybe and this is a. Well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe this is a chop and screw after the sort of like fallout with her, her, her fiance and the, the, the end of their engagement. And maybe they just had to go back and post and like kind of like cobble together another storyline. And maybe this whole thing is, and this is the reason why this whole backup dancer romance is sort of like kicked in the high gear because James Packer's like, you're not going to show me looking a fool right on this series now that we're over. So they had to fill it in with something. Right. So, so Brian cue character. the Yeah. So cue Brian, cue the manager, and cue the what's up with this assistant girl? Come on now. I don't know what her name was. 
Mary something. Yeah, something they, like that. She's a, a tour assistant, and she had to put the Apple TV on. And she and like, had the full breakdown. She had a full breakdown, and she can't date anybody. I'm like, come on. This this comic relief character. They threw a Scott Disick character in there because you have to, obviously, for a little like co- like comedy. Cheap comedy. Yeah. I honestly I, couldn't get through it, and I don't think I'll go back. Yeah. No. Part of the problem. Them babies is cute, though. Them babies is cute. Yeah, them babies are cute. And I was worried that they wouldn't be. Because they... You know what? I'm not going to talk about no babies. Those don't babies, talk about those, nobody's kids. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about anybody's kids. But those kids are cute <laughs> now. I will say they; those kids got cute. You know what? <laughs> God you bless. Ain't right. You ain't right. You ain't right. Um, but her problem is ultimately Mar- Mariah is not interesting, but she loves to recreate that honey, uh, just like honey video moment, like oh. Brian on the beach where he's scooping her up in the khaki shorts in the water. Oh, oh yeah. The video. Brian yeah. did it. She made Nick do it. You Nick know that's her it. favorite go-to pose. Everybody, Molly, the assistant's probably going to have to do it. Uh huh. So I in a couple episodes. Hope she's doing squats. Hope she's got her back brace. <laughs> right. Just start start the jump squats today. Mm-hmm. Do them burpees, girl. Mm-hmm. I guess another music news: the Grammy nominations came out this week. Big big winners are Beyonce and Adele. Correct. Yeah. No surprise there. To not, like not the shocking. Biggest albums of the year: Adele sold ten million albums and. What in like ten months and certified diamond? Yeah, and Beyonce has had the most talked about album I think all year. So she got nine nominations. Uh, Adele got eight. Oh no, Adele was nominated for five, um, and they're nominated against each other in all of like the major categories. And then like Kanye, Chance the Rapper, and Rihanna all got eight nominations. Wow. And shout out to Solange, who also got a nomination for her work on uh, See at the Table. Yeah. So all the Knowles are represented. Exactly. Except for Matthew. (laughs) Any other notable nominations this year or anything that we should be looking out for during the uh, award show? Uh, I don't think so. I think everything is pretty straightforward. Uh, James Corden is going to host, which... Does that does that motivate you to watch now that LL Cool J has gotten the boot, or you know, uh, the King of Carpool Karaoke will be hosting? I don't think so. I mean, like all of the award shows are in decline. I don't know. The Grammys are always super annoying and really long. There are a lot of obscure categories. I don't know if I'll, anything can really motivate me to tune in to watch. But mm-hmm. you know, I'll look at the list the day after to see who won. Yeah, and if there I'll are st- any good I'll, performances, I'll- they'll be on YouTube. Sure, I'll take the lemonade medley, which you know there will be. One. Yeah, although there is some controversy because Beyonce is nominated for uh, like a best rock album or best rock performance, and the Grammy committee actually rejected Daddy Lessons for many of the country categories. Oh, so uh, Daddy Lessons has had a real uphill battle trying to like get into the country community. They're doing yeah, everything they're, they're, they can to keep. They're it not. Up. They're not letting her in. They let Nelly in though, right? Uh, Why can't you let Beyonce in? Nelly was okay, but they they've taken a hard line against the Queen. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, I think it has to do with I mean, you know I think it has to do with all this fake news and you know uh, them being against her or speaking out against uh, speaking out you know in uh, support of Black Lives Matter and it's some bullshit. You think Russia had something to do with it? 
Maybe there was a hack. <laughs> a Russia Maybe hack, the Grammy hack. nomination yeah. process. There could have been a hack. I'm just yeah. saying, if Paul McCartney can be nominated for a rap album... Let... Excuse me, he was? Yeah, he got nominated with Kanye West. Remember when he was doing oh. all those collaborations? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Four or five seconds. Four or five seconds and uh, maybe only one. Whatever. Whatever was going on back then. Give Beyonce a nomination. Right. Just give her a country nod. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Blake Shelton was on board. Anyway, she's going to bring the Dixie Chicks again and burn the whole place down. That's right. In a rascal flat. Now, can we circle back to big booties? Yes, of course. Okay, great. That's what we do. (laughs) Yeah, bring it on back to the booty. Yeah, um, take it on back to the bootay. Because I want to talk about the Kardashians again, specifically Black China oh, and okay. her trademark troubles, troubles. Okay. Um. So Black China, just trying to get her mogul on, trying to get her business right, tried to go ahead and trademark her soon-to-be-married name, Angela Renee Kardashian. Right. Uh, and they, the Kardashian girls, the sisters, put the kibosh on the whole operation. Yeah, apparently they were saying that adding her to the Kardashian fold would dilute their their brand recognition and power. Yeah, they said that they believed that the companies will suffer damage, including irreparable injury to the reputation and goodwill of their brand. That sounds like nonsense. So what do you think about this? I think it's racist. (laughs) (laughs) It's racist. It is racist. It's hateful. Um, They're trying to say that they're that it's it's. Uh, it's not personal. It's just business. They, they said they're. Well, tra- yeah, I think it's just funny because they're basically saying that she's exploiting, you know, uh, the Kardashian name for her own gain. Where, and when the Kardashians have done nothing but exploit and appropriate black culture for the last eleven years. So it seems yeah. very strange. Right down very, to their biggity strange. booties. Yeah. Right down to their biggity booties. Mm-hmm. The wigs. Yeah. The men. The, the lip plumps. Yeah. All, let's talk about all of the lives they've ruined. All of the black lives <laughs> they've ruined. Because those black lives matter too, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Mattered to their bank accounts when it counted. You see what happens? We get pulled right back into this mess. We we, we took a break and here we are right back at it again. Right. You know, some things don't change. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing is I can't understand how they can block her from trademarking it her if it's her legal given name if it's her legal name she should be able to do whatever the hell she wants with it right yeah and if she wants to go and like promote uh i don't know booty poppers or whatever she's got planned for that name to promote Mm -hmm. let her do it let her do it she popped out that baby maybe she trapped rob maybe she didn't he's a willing participant she's in she gets the perks can't tell me what to do what i can and can't do with my name that's right. She should yeah. be able to get that Ralph's card with Kardashian on the Yeah. End. You know what I if mean? If she wants to start a Kardashian card like the Rush cards, that's some scam <laughs> for poor people, for low-income folks who can't get bank accounts, let her do it. And so be it. Yeah. So be it. Allow her to do this. Do we know what the, do <sighs> yeah. you want to know what the uh, the corporate names, the corporation names for the other sisters are? Or do you already know? No, I don't know. Go ahead. Tell it. What, what are they? Okay. So there's Chloe Money, Inc. All one word. Chloe, okay. obviously K-H-L-O-E Money. Courtney's um, mm-hmm. is to die for court, number two, number four, to die for. And Kim's is Kim's a Princess, Inc. Kim's a Princess, well, that's one not, word. Yeah. She uses that. Yeah. I, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I, I had a feeling that there was some princess. And they're trying to say, you know, everybody loves each other. It's just business. And actually that the attorneys did this automatically and the Kardashian sisters, they probably weren't even aware of it is what they're saying. You know, some people just get too extra when they try to do their LLC business name and make it all cutesy and stuff. Yeah. Just just keep it corporate and, and keep it professional. Don't try to get all like flourishy and floral with these names, people. Yeah, I actually respect uh, Black China's. Hers is Lashed LLC. Simple. Oh, lashed? Yeah. Like lashed. What's that mean? Though? Like lashes. Oh, I tried not to. LLC. Yeah, I'm, I'm <sighs> hoping it doesn't have any slave implications. Oh. Like I didn't go there. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. All these like Hogwarts names. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you, I saw Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Last oh, yeah, week. that's a good. Okay. Yeah. And what yeah. did you think? You know what? Uh, I, I thought that, you know, the premise was a little bit thin to begin with. I guess, you know, this is based off of that sort of supplementary book from the Harry Potter universe. Of the Eddie Redmayne. The, Re- the Eddie Redmayne character, you know, this is like his sort of... Uh, encyclopedia of magical animals. And so basically the basic premise of the movie is that he comes to New York to uh, either to free an ant, free one of these animals that's in his little, you know, um, briefcase uh, suitcase. Yeah. It looks like the and golden Eagle from the rescuers down under. Exactly. Exactly. So you, did you see it too? Oh yeah. I saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, then it just went really, really crazy. Uh, Ezra Miller was in it with a modified emo 2d haircut. Right. Like really quiet and strange and weird. And there was a weird kind of like homoerotic relationship between him and Colin Farrell that just yeah. didn't really make much sense. But uh, apparently they- that's supposed to be deliberate. I think Colin Farrell's okay. character, and I'm probably getting this wrong, but I was it was explained to me that Colin Farrell's character in the movie was actually Dumbledore's lover. Okay, but that's what, okay, I understand that part. But then at the end, he went and they, they iced him out or something. And then he he turned it. Okay, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Here we go. Yeah. But then he went and became an old, bloated, white-haired, uh, cataract-eyed Johnny Depp at the end. And I was like, what is going on? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Did you catch that with Johnny Depp? Yeah, and I did a double take because I didn't understand okay. what was going. It was definitely Johnny Depp. I still Okay, I still don't understand what happened there. Well, there's going to be, I think, four, four more of these movies. <laughs> there's really not. The thing is, like, there was not enough of a narrative there to begin with, and then they threw all this weird crap in there. Honestly, I think that maybe J.K. lost one of the napkins she wrote this one out on, and maybe, you know, that got swapped up with her, you know, her old used coffee. Isn't that isn't that the story about how she wrote Harry Potter? She wrote it all on, on a napkin. On the back of a napkin. Yeah. Well, she was a I think that maybe she spilled some coffee on this one because this story was muddled and murky. It was kind of and muddled. I didn't really it was muggled. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one was kind of phoned in. I wasn't that into it. It was long and it felt long. I, mm-hmm. at least for all the Harry Potter movies, I didn't like the first one, but yeah. the other six or seven of them I thought were great. I thought it was one of the only series that I thought got better and better with each film. Hopefully that happens yeah. with these. But for me, Eddie Redmayne has never done it. I didn't like him in Les Mis. Um, Theory of Everything I thought he was good in. But like aside from that, I really just don't ever want to see his face. I um, liked him in The Danish Girl, I'm going to say. I, I, um, I didn't see that one. For me, Eddie Redmayne that, okay. was like funny looking, the end. Yeah. I, well, the production design was incredible. Uh, I like the Queenie character. I thought that she was good. I like the Jacob, what's his name, 
you know, the portly guy who has a bakery. That was really fun. But yeah, just the story. And honestly, please, you know, I'm not trying to get a lot of bang for my buck out of the movie. Don't stretch it to two and a half hours just to make it feel like I'm getting like, you know, the the, the most out of my dollar. Give me 90 minutes. I'm I'm totally fine with a 90 minute movie. I don't, my butt was hurting. You know, I've been, I was sitting in that chair forever and it just didn't make sense. And, you know, and then the payoff was old, broke down, uh, geriatric Johnny Depp being let out in chains. I don't get it. I didn't get it. Nobody's asking for Johnny Depp in movies. No one was checking for him. Yeah. Nobody. And he doesn't need another cash grab. I mean, (laughs) fresh off of a a trailer for a, a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Mm -hmm. That guy doesn't need any more of our money. Yeah. Yeah. And let me just say, again, black lives do matter. Black actors matter, too. And I'm giving a hard side eye. I know this was like took place in the 40s or whatever. And in maybe the 20s. They, and yeah. number one, it was in the 20s. Yeah. Okay. And maybe they were trying to come correct from a historical standpoint. But here's the thing. It's a doggone wizardry, magical movie. And you're still giving me uh, periphery characters right. for all, all the people of color. Right. I think there was one uh, brown Troll jazz singer. I got her. <laughs> then there the was speakeasy. like um, Butterfly Jenkins, who was in the you know the the whatever the the uh, the gas chamber or whatever. Right. Remember Jar-Jar her? She like, tried to like in the execution chamber. She's like, this feel good. What? Oh yeah, that was. What nonsense. was that all about? Yeah. I, I didn't understand that. The only, but they had what's her name, the the head detective, looking like uh, Zadie Smith. Uh huh. With a, uh, you know, with a uh, platinum blonde uh, finger waves. Yeah, yeah. Was she the president? Who was that? She was like the president of the Witches Association or whatever. Mm -hmm. But she had like three lines. Yeah. I need, I need some diversity in uh, Hogwarts. That's not asking for too much. That's not asking for too much. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything about historical authenticity. In your yeah, I don't, I don't wizards need to, of yeah, Waverly Place in your magic movie. world, please exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So yeah, I was a little disappointed by that. That was a little bit. I was like, really, really, especially with the troll uh, Cotton Club singer. Yeah, you know it's funny. And she I was didn't... snatched bald too. She was snatched bald. <laughs> <laughs> that is not right. Right. Call Al Sharpton. <laughs> I didn't even think about that as I was watching it, just because it was so long and my butt hurt. Well, right, you 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 know you you couldn't endure much more, so just losses right over you. But I was like, yeah, they did not try to make a Joseph Josephine Faker poof, Elfin poof character. You're right. You know what? You're right. How dare you? How dare you? We've got something new to march about. (sighs) We sure do. We're not there yet. (laughs) We're not there yet. Uh, have you seen any other movies this holiday season? Have you seen any of the Oscar movies? No, but I really am looking forward to the Hidden Figures movie, and I really want to see uh, Moonlight. Moonlight? Yeah, Did Moonlight. I say that? Yeah. yeah. Do I that really one those, first. So those are my, I, yeah, I really want to, I got to, got to, got to, got to see that. Yeah, Moonlight um, is excellent. I'm really not interested in seeing Hidden Figures. Really? I'm just, I'm not. I really am curious to see what jo- J- Janelle Monet. well, Janelle Monet is in both. Yeah, she's in she Moonlight. She really she's has had a comeuppance in her, yeah. you know, her, her acting career. Sure has. And she actually looks like she's going to be good in Hidden Figures. Can I, can I say as a Black person, as a supporter mm-hmm. of Black actors, that I'm just yes. tired of Taraji P. Henson right now? 
I think she might be a little overexposed. I think she's feeling herself a little too much. I'm still dipping okay. in and out of Empire, but she's been like, she just did her like white hot holidays, cookies, express Christmas she, special. Oh, really? She was on late night with Seth. She's doing those like Hollywood actors roundtables and variety. She has got to strike while the iron yeah, is hot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is why I don't want to begrudge her, which is why I'm trying to keep my voice down and just sort of withdraw right. and not can't actually yeah. campaign against her. But I just need a break right. from Taraji. But I want her to get her money, okay. get her checks, get her yeah, jobs, get, paper, get everything. Get paper, T. Because I do love yeah, her. Yeah, do that. But she, I feel like she's do doing that. a little too too much extra. But it may be time to broaden the, the actor's pool and get more in there. Is that Maybe. what you're saying? I feel like I think that she's just taken a little too much cookie into her personal life. Mm. Like Taraji's She's bit off big- more than she can chew. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. I guess that's it. We're done. Good night. Down. Bye. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Good times. Well, you're right. You're right. Absolutely right. But yeah, those are those are the two that I'm really, really super duper checking for. What about you? Um, I'm going to go see La La Land later today. Uh, which oh, okay. I'm, I'm interested in in, in seeing. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Actually, last night I was at a Christmas party where I heard my first negative review of it. So now I'm really kind of curious to see how it works out. Um, okay. But I saw Arrival last week, which is that Amy how Adams, that? Jeremy Renner space invasion movie. Uh, it was okay. I thought it was nice. But like, I never really see it for Amy Adams. I know people love her. I don't, she doesn't do it for me. Jeremy Renner especially doesn't do it for me. Talk about old lady face. He looks like Angela Lansbury to me. And between the two of them, it's like a couple of lumpy oatmeal clumps. (laughs) I do want to see uh, Tom Ford's new movie, Nocturnal Animals. And I think that, of course, Amy Adams is in that one as well. Right. I do want to check that out. Which is supposed to be beautiful. Just like the last Tom Ford. So those are my three. I want to. I want to see. Well, you better get on it before um, Oscars get here. I guess you've got until February. Yeah, maybe we should get friend to the show Kyle Buchanan back up in there, up in here, and talk about the nominees in a very sort of uh, abridged way. Yeah, yeah. Give us a quick rundown. Just just give us a quick rundown. Give the people a quick rundown before they go to their Oscar parties and fill out their ballots. He always wins. He damn him, Kyle Buchanan. Why even bother? It has Biden a third Biden. eye. Uh, he has that podcast, the award show show that he does, which is all about like Oscar nominated movies and the whole award show season and who's getting nominated and why and what's buzzy and what isn't and sort of the mechanics of how the Hollywood machine works. It's really kind of fascinating. But yeah, we should get him yeah. back here to give us like a, a tutorial since this is his wheelhouse. Exactly. Most definitely. Oh, okay. Wait, what about music? Have you did I did you did I send you that link to uh, that singer Dua Lipa? Have you heard about her? Uh, no and no. Okay, that's my music choice for this week. What is it? Okay, we'll just take a listen to it.
Yes. Yes, I, like I can be the one, right? Yeah, I'm into She's that. She's got like this interesting, you know, um, I don't know. She's got like an interesting soul to her voice, but the like the the songs and the production really well crafted, mm-hmm. and um, I like her. She's I got really a do like her. See a vibe to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should also check out the video. Uh, Ansel Egger is in it, and he's like running around, running after her, and it's like this weird sort of like uh, um, close encounters of the third kind kind of vibe. Anyway, I like her. I think I'll be listening. I'll be listening to more of her stuff. She's got a, a couple other little bops out but she hasn't really blown up yet okay yeah i like so it it's been yeah. a minute since we've had a music pick if we haven't had yeah. one, I think, the last couple episodes. you've been listening to this dummy with david clark and jacob jeffries as always you can find us on itunes soundcloud facebook and twitter at this dummy tweets so follow like subscribe and we'll see you next time